Hello, hello. My name is Kim Addis, and I'm the president and founder of Frame of Mind Coaching. And you have just joined the Frame of Mind Coaching podcast, where we invite leaders from all over the world to come onto the podcast and get coached live and in person. Today, my guest is Tony Mazel. He is the CEO of a company called Mark Your Trade. <laughs> Tony, welcome. Glad to be here, Kim. So where are you in the world? Currently, I'm in New York City. New York City. Got it. Okay. So uh, tell us a little bit about your business. What is Mark Your Trade? What do you do? Who do you do it for? How long have you been doing it for? Just fill us in a little bit. Well, Mark Your Trade is a consultant firm. And what it does is it helps manage social media profiles. It also does the aspects of building with video content, video creation, ad creation, as well as it also does SEO and website development. Okay. So from soup to nuts, all of the digital stuff. Right. Okay. And how long have you been doing this for? I've been doing this a little bit longer than the pandemic. I would say from the beginning of the last year. <laughs> okay. So in a year and a half? Right. About approximately about a year and a half. Okay. And do you have a team or are you in it on your own for the moment? I'm in it on my own for the most part, but I do have people that I subcontract work out for. Okay, perfect. And how has it been going? How has COVID affected your business? COVID was, well, it's affected a kind of multifaceted parts for both my business because I also do coaching as well. Oh, what so kind of coaching? I do public speaking coaching really? and story brand telling coaching. Okay. Interesting. So what was the impact? Maybe we can hear a little bit more about your public speaking coaching. But what was the impact of COVID on both of these directions in your life? I think it made a huge impact because of the fact that business was going really well. And I actually just started it because from the shift from last year going into this year, and it was so early in the year that it was going really well. And I was building, uh, building business with people with their brick and mortar areas, coffee companies, technology companies, a little bit of FinTech. And it was easier to network with those type of people within coffee shops or other lines of areas when I was out socializing. When COVID hit, everything got shut down, which would mean most of those businesses and people, even corporations, most people that would consult with me for either public speaking or for this, those areas, which made me convert more into that area of the technology realm made it okay. a little bit more challenging because I had more of a backing when I was in face the person than right. being, I'm a more of an extrovert as opposed to an introvert. I would have to say in those areas. Right. So now you're stuck at home and you're having a hard time kind of reaching people. Now, would you say that is your greatest challenge or what is your greatest challenge right now? I would say my greatest challenge is balancing a family life with the business life and being an entrepreneur on top of it that doesn't really compound it. It would be different if I was to go into a typical job with a nine to five or 11 to seven or something of that nature where we can break away from that and there was a separation. But I think COVID had a major impact, especially on the family realm when it combines the work. Let me ask you a question. Do you have to stay home? Like, do you have kid responsibilities that require to be where you are? Yes. Yes, so I have tell a, me, tell me a little bit about that. Like, how many? Tell me about your family. 
So I have three kiddos, and my youngest, he's two. He's in the turtle two stage. He's, he'll be three <laughs> in February. Okay. And, of course, my son is doing online school, and my daughter, she's from another previous marriage and in the, another state, so I don't have to worry about her too much. But Okay. So you have two kids at home with you? That's the correct. youngest is two, and the next one up is in online school. How old is he? He's 10. 10 years old. Okay. And uh, you're married. Do you have a wife? And is she with you? Does she work outside of the house? How does that work? Yeah, she works outside of the house. Okay. Unless there's like a COVID scare, in which case sometimes she, she gets to work from home. But <laughs> okay, so you're the full-time parent on duty right now. Correct. And do you have any help with your two-year-old? Because that requires full-time attention, pretty much. Right. That's pretty much full-time attention. I've created some patterns and behaviors that help alleviate that for the most part. But Like what? Share with me that. Uh, some so of the solutions I, you've implemented. Some of the solutions that I've implemented is I tried to burn out a lot of his energy off in the morning. So then when he goes down for a nap, I'm just center focused in those two hours, hour, whatever time I could get in while he's napping. And I go completely center focused on in that area. Doesn't get uh -huh. a whole lot done, but it's still a full-time job on top of a full-time job. <laughs> so it sounds like you're trying to cram in your work into a two-hour period. Correct. Okay. And I don't know what the rules of operation are right now for you in New York in COVID. Are you interacting with any other human beings? Like, is there any FaceTime with anybody or is, are you absolutely no, no interaction? No one's coming into my house. Like what's the, what's the approach there? More so no, there's not like a whole lot of interaction. When it comes to that, the people that do come in, they're typically just family, family members or friends, which are within the building typically. But outside of that, there's not like a whole lot of interaction. I'll come to the city from time to time so I can obviously do podcasts or stuff where I need absolute silence. Or so who's at home right now? Right now, my wife gets to work from home currently. So that makes sense. <laughs> I see. Okay. Okay. So here's what I have found. And um, I, I'll, I'll share with you some of the... Um, not only research, but some of the observations that I've seen in working with leaders for the past 16 years is that typically they have a few bottlenecks when it comes to their thinking. And those thinking bottlenecks affect their ability to tap into solutions. And I'll give you two of them right up front. Okay. And I think this applies to you. Uh, number one is that very often leaders have a certain set of beliefs or a view of the world that is singular or very set in stone. And that view is hard to uh, look past. And so in your case, you're like, well, here's my situation. And it's pretty much in stone. There's not much I can do about it. And so my solution is to tire him out and squeeze in two hours of work in the afternoon. And while that's great, it's actually not really enough for you to get to move your company forward in any shape or form. And you might be working at home at night after your kids go to bed, but then that's not conducive to a life, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not having much of a life. And so the first thing that you want to do is actually take a note of this and say, what are my beliefs around 
and I'll, I'll give you the, the subjects. What are my beliefs around being able to succeed in this two hour period? What are my beliefs around getting more time? Really, that's the big question. And if I asked you that, what are your beliefs around getting more time? What would your answer to me be? Make more money so I can find a co-working space. <laughs> <Okay>. so, <laughs> so, so you see what you really did is you gave me an objection. Okay. So you're basically saying, I can't do that because I don't have the money to make. I don't have the money to pay for the co-working space. Let's say you did have the money to pay for a co-working space. How would you use that co-working space? You still have a child or two kids to take care of. How would you solve that problem? I would ask grandma for help. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. And, and you just kind of walked into my hands so beautifully. So I love it. So number one is we have a set of beliefs that typically get in the way from our ability to do anything we want to do. Your belief is in order to solve this problem, I need to pay for a co-working space and I don't have enough business and I don't have enough time to fulfill that business. So I'm trapped. Is that accurate? That's fairly accurate. That's fairly accurate. And so what do you, you, you've painted a situation where your hands are tied. The second uh, thinking, let's call it thinking blockage that I see leaders encounter is that they don't think in terms of unlimited resources. And you demonstrated that perfectly. When I said, so what do you need? You said, I need more money which I don't have, you didn't say that, but you did, right? Which I don't have in order to get a co-working space. And so basically you're saying I'm limited on time, which is a resource, and I'm limited on money, which is another resource. And I have beliefs that I'm stuck. Okay, so your you know, thinking blockage number one is what beliefs do I have? But thinking blockage number two is I also have a limitation of resources. And what I wanna do is challenge you a little bit by saying, you know what? You may not need money to get a co-working space. In fact, I'm in a situation personally where I'm not going to the office. I'm working from home. I haven't done that my whole entire working life, but now I am, I have an empty office. I, I'm not in New York, but I have an empty office. And I just canceled my cleaners because why would they clean an empty office? I'm spending a lot of money for that. I would love an arrangement where someone could go in and literally clean for an hour once a week and use the office as much as they want. They wouldn't have to pay me other than in vacuuming fees. Well, that'd win, be a good idea. Win-win, <laughs> win-win. Right. 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 But you weren't looking for that solution, were you? No, no, because you had a belief that said, I'm stuck. I'm limited there. You know, th this is my only solution available to me. So whenever we feel stuck, we want to do two things. We want to do a lot more than two things. But here are the first two things is ask yourself, what do I believe to be true about my situation? And your beliefs are, you know, I have to be home. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. I can't grow my business. I'm in a catch 22 situation. Then you want to push back on those beliefs and say, is this true? Do I need money to be able to have a workspace that's that, that, that is feasible? Not necessarily. Can I create a win-win situation? 
absolutely, there's a million win-win situations out there. And then the second question you want to ask is, what resource do I need? And what do I believe to be true about the resources that I need? And is that true? And very often, one of the greatest limiting beliefs that leaders have is that they need money to pay for the resources they are looking for. And I will tell you with absolute certainty and a great deal of experience that that's not always true. That's not always the case. Money makes things work faster. Money makes us um, get what we want when we want it and how we want it. But money also sometimes prevents us from coming up with creative solutions. And this is a perfect example of that. And let me tell you a personal story. This was many, many, many years ago. Before I owned a coaching company, I owned a different kind of company. And when I first started it, I was um, the idea was to help young people acquire life skills. And I remember thinking to myself, I need a space so that I could bring these young people to work with me. And I had an apartment, you know, I was a young mother, I had a baby at home. What was I going to do? I couldn't bring them to my apartment. And I went to the mall nearby, near my house, and I saw an empty space in the mall, unused space. And I wrote a proposal saying, hey, can I use this space for this semester, right? It was a working semester from one o'clock to five o'clock every afternoon. They gave me free space. Oh, wow. So all I'm trying to say to you is that the thing that gets in our way more than anything else is our thinking. And this is a perfect example of that, especially if you have a grandma who's willing, your mom, I'm guessing, who's willing to come in and take care of your kids, even if all you have is four hours every day during which time your son is sleeping. So it's a little easier on grandma, right? So it could be a win, 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 win all around. And what we really need to do is push back on the thinking that causes us to stay stuck. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. (laughs) I'm working on my NLP to kind of get, (laughs) figure out those different techniques as well. Yeah, and uh, and I'm not sure if you're aware, but what we do with our clients is we ask them to journal. And when you write things down and you can see it in writing outside of yourself, sometimes it's easier to find solution. And sometimes it's easier to find flaws or limitations in your own thinking. So I highly recommend that you take a moment whenever you're stuck, whenever you feel trapped to say, what's causing me to feel trapped? And normally the situation itself isn't creating an entrapment. It's our thinking about that situation and the limitations we impose on the situation that we're not even aware of that is causing us to feel this sense of entrapment. Yes? Yes. (laughs) Okay, good. Tony, thank you so much for being my guest on the podcast. For those of you who are listening, I hope you walked away with something interesting that perhaps you can apply in your lives If you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, please reach out to me. My email address is kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. And if you have a challenge that you want to share, but you're not so comfortable sharing it on the podcast, please reach out to me as well. My email address is kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. Tony, thank you so much 
for sharing Thank you for having your, me. your challenge with, with me. I don't think you're, you're unique. I think a lot of people can relate. 